0: Yeah, so this morning, let us thank God for another day. Father, yeah. <laughs> we thank you for this yes, day. We thank you for the word you you're the about to bring. We know you are here already. Father, huh? we ask yeah. that you manifest yourself, you Every single word it's I'm true. gonna speak, let it be a communication. Let it be we hear. Let your hearts be opened Let them hold it and let your name be blessed, be glorified, be honored in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, this morning, let's talk about being born to reign. You know that? The Bible said we are born to rule and reign. But are we raining? Come on. That's the question. Are we raining? When you look at identity, you try to identify who you are. You see, there's so much going on about identity theft. <laughs> and everybody is protecting themselves. <laughs> yeah. You see the computers, you put passwords, you buy all the software. You know, the very rich people, they have like engineers and you know scientists and just blocking, you know, making sure there's no cyber crime. Identity. How do you identify yourself? Our physical identity, you know, I'm a male, I'm this tall, you know, I'm this age, I live on this street, social security number, uh, financial records, health records, and all this. So I keep those safe. Yeah. You know, you see it on TV, people go to LifeLock. Oh, they want to be mock-up, all these things, so that the cyber criminal doesn't get that. Yeah. Because when they get that, they can replicate you. Yeah. Not physically, right. but they can just make up stuff. And they, So you see somebody bearing your name, using your identity to do crimes, to do financial stuff. You know, at the end of the day, if anything goes wrong, they come get you. (laughs) You see, that's why people hold on to their stuff. Identity, you want to save it. There's another identity, like your ancestry. I see people, you know, they go to ancestry.com, uh, 23 and me. There's so many of them because you want to know who you are. You want to know where you came from. Yeah. You want to know that you know there's something that is right there in you that you don't know. So you just want to know it, yeah. and that's your identity. But there's a greater identity we're gonna be discussing today. Come on, and that is who you are. Yeah. Not physically. Spiritually, yeah, who are you in God? What is your identity? Amen. You know, we've been born to rule. Are we really? If you feel you're not ruling, then this is a word for you this morning. Yeah, let's go to Genesis chapter 1. And verse 26 through 28. Alright, this just talks about creation. When God created everything, I'm just going to jump to the sixth day. He said, He was talking to the Trinity, right? The crown God. The Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He said, let's make man in our own image and our own likeness. Image and likeness. He said, that's your identity right there. The image and likeness talks about spiritual personality and your moral likeness. You see, it's not about, oh, physical, oh, I'm black, I'm white, I'm the no. We are all God's children. Yeah. And we've we'll been made our way for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, God has given us, every one of us, gifts. And he wants us to use them. Now, it's less for you if you use it or you don't use it. Remember the parable of the talents? Yeah. So, after God did that, if you notice, if you read it from the very first uh, verse, when he does something, and he looks at it and says, it's good. Yeah, Yeah. Right. (laughs) come on. He does something else. He looks at it, he approves it. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Well, if you get to that verse, on the sixth day, after creating created man, he blessed them. And he told them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subjugate it. And rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. There are four things there. He blessed them. Yeah. What is so- a blessing? Is granting you like a certain authority. That's good. Be fruitful. What does it mean to be fruitful? Yeah. Make sure you're not the same. Make sure that talent I gave you, you multiply. Be fertile. Multiply. Prosper. Increase in number. You know, reproduce and fill the earth. What does it mean to fill the earth? It means just replenish. You know, I want you here, I'm putting you right here in the Garden of Eden. By next year, I want you to be spreading out. Yeah. Spreading out. Opening the earth. You see, that's the blessing right there. Subjugate it. It says, put it under your power not like a dictator, do not dictatorship. He says, subjugate the heart, put it under your power, control it, make it work for you. Govern it, master it, be the one in charge. Use the vast resources that I gave you to work for you and to honor me. says rule over the earth. Yep. Yeah. Right. Rule, reign, you know what's the difference? I'll, I'll get to that if I have time. Yeah. But he wants us to reign over the earth. He wants us to dominate the earth. He wants us to be responsible. Mm-hmm. It's because he gave it to us. Yeah. He made it for us. Okay. And you see the funny thing about it is when you go to verse 31, He said, God saw that it was, you see, he's been saying good, good, good to the other stuff. When it got to man, he he saw it and he said, very Very good. good. Mm. There's a very right there. I want you to remember Mm -hmm. that, very. Other uh, translations, they say, very good indeed. Mm -hmm. Another one says, supremely good. Another one says, very pleased. There's another one that says, so very good. And it was the evening and the morning of the sixth day. Identity. Yeah. You see, God blessed us with all these things. He wants us to dominate. Are we dominating? Uh, that's good. Are we reigning? We are born to reign, right. not only in heaven. When you start from the earth And you know something about <laughs> The world We keep talking about vacuum You see, when there's a space And you ask God God feels it yeah. If the space enlarges he keeps it he keeps filling it It keeps filling it Now let's think about vacuum There's no vacuum in life I grew up to know that because my dad always says that, there's no vacuum in life. So, if God tells you to dominate and you don't dominate, something else will dominate you. Yeah. yeah. If God tells you to be a victor, to be victorious, yeah. if you're not, something else will make you the victim. Yeah, yeah. come on, That's true. For example, I mean, most of us that have homes, when is a rainy season? Are you mow your lawn just one time, and you just ignore it for the next six months? What happens? You see, the grass, the weed, everything just. So that's why you have to put your feet down you have to know who you are yeah. and dominate god gave you this to your own advantage come on to use it to make it work for you but to his glory yeah Dominate. Yeah. we're born to rule we're born to reign mm-hmm. however there are some barriers to our reign you already know this Satan is always there. I'm not going to glorify Satan. Yeah. Or the devil or Lucifer or whatever it's called. It's under my feet. That's right. Oh. Well, it's there. You can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Somebody has. The devil has come to be up Still, kill, 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 kill. Destroy, destroy. So every single opportunity you have to dominate, if you don't dominate the was there, waiting for you, just... <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I will. Yeah. If you don't, I will. Mm. And that's why we have to dominate. Barriers mm-hmm. to our reign. I just put them, I don't know if I can get to them, but I'll just list them. Prayerlessness. Ignorance. Sin. Identity crisis. You see, insufficient prayer, or lack of it, puts you in problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. What does the Bible say? These even said it. he said, pray ceaseless, yeah. every time. Just pray. Yeah. Prayer, you don't have to say it loud. You can pray in the spirit. You can pray while walking, while driving, while sleeping, while cooking, while swimming, you can pray. Yep, right. Yeah. We'll never stop praying. Fire. Yeah. Because when you stop, you see, your prayer yeah. That's your tool Come to on. fight the enemy. Mm. Yeah. So if you don't use your tool, what happens? You are giving the enemy, what? A chance. Opportunity. Yeah. Yep. Opportunity. I'll be waiting for you, oh, just put that sword up. Just put the sword down, and I will see if I can get into it. You see? Oh. Prayer. Philippians 4, 6 says what? Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So it doesn't matter. If things are going good, pray. Pray. <laughs> yeah, if things are not going too good, okay. pray. If you're joyful, pray. If you're sad, pray. pray. It says to pray all the time. There's a reason. There's a reason why you be like ah, oh, but oh, but I, I mean, God is God; it will always be God. Why the devil? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because the devil is very sneaky. Mm-hmm. And always looking, always looking, yeah. always there. Right. <laughs> Growing up, I used to I used to compare. Are there any police officers here? So I don't get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I used to compare the cops <coughs> to the devil. Know. You know, you, you see them, you know, you're just going around waiting for somebody to go over that speed limit. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, on my way to work, there's this particular cup that goes and hides behind the bushes. Mm. <laughs> you just know, no for you to see, my wife can testify to this. Whenever I'm driving, I keep my eyes on the road, but I'm also looking for cops. Yeah. And I'm also looking. They're like, just, that's me. I know what I'm doing because I know I speak. I know I speak sometimes, every time. <laughs> so prayer Prayer is the key come on i grew up with a song that says prayer is the key prayer is the key jesus started with prayer and he ended with prayer prayer is the master key wow you know that song right it's good prayer you can't do without prayer come on oh my god you cannot A vibrant prayer life changes things. Come on, Not only does it change things, it keeps things going. Yeah. And not only that, it keeps the devil away. Yeah. Because the devil knows your heart. It doesn't want to mess with you. Let's go to sin. What is sin? <clears throat> sin is it just means to to miss the mark. You just miss the mark. You're supposed to do something right, but you miss it as a sinner. If you notice over the years, <laughs> maybe like 20 years ago, I was telling my wife the other day. You know, the things that we know to be sinful back in the day, you know, everybody knows, oh, you know you sin, right? When you do it, you know it's wrong. Yeah. Your conscience tells you it's wrong. And yeah. you, you pray to God for forgiveness. Please forgive me. I don't want to do this. It can help me, Holy Spirit. It was like that. You see, sin is like 90%, you know, I don't know, uh, I mean doing good is like 90%, saying maybe like 10. Mm -hmm. But you know it. Over the years, you see, it changed gradually. Gradually, 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 gradually. Now, if you are doing good, people will be looking at you like you are (laughs) sinning. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, what is going on? We have gotten so used to doing things that are sinful it's just become part of our society yeah what is your identity yeah you see god that called this thing sin he knows what he's talking about come on so are you going to believe the report of the world or god's report which one are you going to believe yeah sin is sin come on. it doesn't matter yeah. small sin a living life mm-hmm. or murder It's still sin you can't categorize sin. Oh, this one is first level, second level. No. Uh-uh. You missed the mark. You missed it. That's right. So what do I do? I just, you see, God gave us that grace. He knows. He already knows we're going to sin. That's why he gave us that grace. Okay. Whenever you sin, there's always repentance. You can come back, ask for forgiveness, repent, or don't do it again. Ask for the Holy Spirit to help you. Yeah. Yeah. He knows we're human. He knows. But we do have an identity that I'm gonna get you. How about ignorance? <laughs> Something I remember <laughs> about saying. That. Okay, the other day, you know, <laughs> I was looking at a movie and there was this guy Was it a raft? Just sitting down right there, and it was doing something, not paying attention, and the raft gradually just glided, gradually, gradually, from the shore, and it kept going. By the time you looked up, it was already far gone. You see, that's how sin creeps on you. Yeah. Yeah. You do it first time, nobody sees me. (laughs) You try it again, (laughs) before you know it, you are way deep in it. Come on. Ignorance. Growing up, my parents used to say, "Ignorance is a disease." <laughs> I'm like, I mean, if you if you grow up, up around, or if you if you are very much around like Nigerians, Africans, they always say that ignorance is a disease. What do you mean by that? That means you're sick if you're ignorant. But you'll be wondering, well, people say if I don't know it, it doesn't hurt me, then it doesn't bother me. Uh Like really? (laughs) What if you know it? Come on. Yeah. Even the Bible said it. Somewhere in Leviticus, it says ignorance of the law is no excuse. Leviticus, I think five seventeen. It says if anyone sings and he doesn't know it, is guilty. and will be held responsible. Oziah 4 and 6 says what? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. Mm, I I also reject you from being my priests. Ignorance. If you look at Ecclesiastes 10 and verse 10, (laughs) I was reading that and I was like, whoa, that's so true. Even an ax is dull, and its edges are unsharpened. It's dull, right? Okay, if you want to cut down a tree, and normally when it's sharp, one swing is gone. One swing is gone. Now when it's dull, you have to do multiple swings, right? Yeah. So you spend more energy. What wisdom is in that? (laughs) If an axe is dull and its edges unsharpened, more strength is needed. Mm -hmm. But wisdom will bring success. So what's the wisdom? You've got to go sharpen it. So work again. So ignorance is no excuse. Using wisdom will save you a lot of time, Energy, money, and headache. Yeah, yeah. I have a quote here. It says, "They say, what you don't know is not important because it won't hurt you. But what is more hurtful is having something of important value and not knowing about." Have you ever gotten rid of something, maybe in your garage or in the attic? Or you just left it there, it's rotting away. I'm like, ah, this thing is just occupying space, let me get rid of it. I just, ah, let's do the right sale. Okay, I'll buy this $2. Okay, you get it. Then, the person that bought it refines it, cleans it up, puts value on it, then you see it maybe next day or somewhere in the supermarket, at like, 100 bucks. <laughs> you are like, what? You see, ignorance. When you had it, you didn't know it was valuable. Or somebody saw some value in it. Mm -hmm. So ignorance could be two ways, for good or for bad. You see, there's an identity crisis that's going on because most of us don't really know who we are. You don't know the power that you possess. Yeah. You don't know what's living in you. Because you've never bothered to find out. Yeah. Even the people that know, they're, they're not using it. They're just lying down there. And if you have a talent, you don't use it after a while, you know, you just depreciate. Yeah. And you eventually lose it. Or the talent will be taken from you one talent and given to another person that has five talents? Identity crisis. Who are we? Let me give you two examples. First one is our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember when uh, when Jesus got baptized by John the Baptist? He went into the wilderness, right? 40 days, 40 nights, fasting. When he came back, he was hungry. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. God reincarnated himself on earth. He was hungry. What did the devil do? So that was like, yeah, I've been waiting for this. Temptation, the same three temptations that Adam fell for. Yeah. Okay. He tried it on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's why they call Jesus the second Adam. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read it in your Bible. Yeah. What did Adam fall for? Mm-hmm. Loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. He fell for all three. Mm-hmm. You see, when Jesus came back, from the wilderness, and Satan tried to tempt him. Oh, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, I'll do this. (laughs) He didn't even waste time with him. You see, Satan was like, I know you are hungry. If you are the son of God, command the stones to bread. Let them turn to bread so that you can eat. What did Jesus say? It is written. Mentioned only by bread alone, but by the, the, word, the word of God. Yeah. He, he had the ready-made answer for it. I don't have time for that nonsense. Yeah. It is written. Yeah. Come on. Okay, let's try this again. But it worked for I now. <laughs> okay, let me yeah. try it again. One more time. <laughs> it took you to the highest point. In the chapel or a temple, somewhere. Somewhere very high. If you have the son of God, throw yourself down. Uh, the Bible says the angels, they will minister to you, they will catch you so you don't hit your feet against the stone. What did he say? It is written. It is written. Yeah. Do not put the, God, the Lord your God to the test. I mm-hmm. said so that was like, okay, that didn't work.
1: Let me try one more time. It worked for Adam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Now, he took him to a very high mountain, showing all the kingdoms and the splendors of this world, the Bible says. And if you are the Son of God, all these things I will give to you, you just have to do one little thing, one little thing. Just bow down and worship me. And Jesus was like, no, it is written. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Yeah. You see, Jesus knew who he was. Yeah. That's his yeah. identity right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was like, when well, I I thought you knew me, Lucifer? Well, you know one of the angels before you fell? Yeah. So why are you asking all these questions? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give it to you anyways. I don't have time. I have a ministry. I have, my time is limited now. Yeah. And he gave it to It is written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, the angels, The minister to him, because he is God. He is the Son of God. He came in flesh as a reincarnate. Satan should have known that? You think you didn't know? Yes, in you. Well, he had to try. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question: If Jesus, the Son of God, prayed all the time. He prayed all the time. Who am I not to pray? Come on. Wow. Yeah. Even God, son of God, he was busy praying all the time. He was busy praying all the time. So why does my prayer life have to just be flimsy? You know, I just think it's easy, you know? No. Prayer is very important. (laughs) You see, it is really insulting. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. For Satan to have said that. It's not like you didn't know, but you had to try. You know, it's like you going to England. Okay, that's my easiest example. (laughs) i'm just going to meet uh, prince charles who are you or uh, prince williams or harry or, you know one of those who are you oh look at you you don't know who i am i'm a prince i'm gonna be king yeah you see that's the way we need to think that's the way we need to think what does the bible say about us about our identity If you look at Revelation one and verse six, it said, he has made us a kingdom of priests for God is father. And just to emphasize that, you see, John said it again. If you go to Revelation five, nine and ten. He has made us kings and priests. That is our identity. When the Bible says king, it's only talking about the man. Because in the Bible when they say he, him, you know, man, they are talking about both man and woman. So when they say king, talking about queens, princes, princesses, that's what what we are. And not only that, we are priests. So it's like a kingdom of priests. That's who who we are. That's our identity right there. All right, the second example, let's look at John the Baptist. <laughs> if you read uh, John 1, 19 through 23, it talks about, you know, John the Baptist, when the Pharisees, when they came to him and they were asking him, oh, who are you? We want to know who you are. Are you the Messiah? Are you Elijah? Are you the prophet that the, that we're expecting? No, he took them back in history. They're like, no, I'm not. But if you, if you, I mean, if you listen to what Prophet Isaiah said, you know Isaiah 40 and verse three. You see, he just showed them his identity right there. Mm-hmm. I'm the voice in the, in the wilderness, crying that you should prepare the way for the Lord. You see, make every valley. No, make them flat, the mountains. Make them flat. Prepare a way. Every crooked path lets it be straight. I'm the forerunner. I'm just here. I'm a voice. There's one that is greater than me that is coming. I'm just preparing the way. Yeah. 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 He knew his identity. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been around uh, chihuahuas? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I love those drugs. (laughs) I love those drugs. Oh my God. As tiny as they are, you can squash them and just put them in your pocket. (laughs) But they make loud noise. (laughs) And it's nonstop. (laughs) Chihuahuas. And if you're not careful, after a while you'll be thinking, okay, am I, am I I imagining this? Is this little dog that's so ferocious? you know, coming out with all this noise I just aggressive. Yeah. you were be like, are you sure you are not lying lion or something? <laughs> See, that's the way we need to think. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way we need to think. We have this power in us. Are we using it? Have we discovered it? No. i to move on. <laughs> All right. So we are like, let me give you another example real quick. We're like, uh, have, you, have you seen a cop? You see, the cop has authority in him. He knows who he is. His identity is in him. And he has the authority that I can use to stop you at any time. You see that's why when I'm driving and over the speed limit and I say come. Whoa, I just slow down. You see, because he has the authority. Right. Right. He has to bring me back. Right. So that I'll be I'll be at the speed limit. Because if I don't, I'm gonna get a ticket. That is who yeah. we are. You see, we are priests. We are kings, and we need to dwell on that. Yeah. So we have to carry ourselves. Do you know the power that we have? Let me show you the power real quick. Oh, I know time is um, OK, so if you look at Ephesians 1, 19 through 21, it says, We have that same power in us. The power that brought Jesus Christ to life. The power of resurrection. We have it in us. And what? We are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Higher and far above principalities and powers. And you know what? Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So, if you believe it, then you need to use it. We have that power. We have that power. That's our identity right there. I mean, the devil might try several things, you know, just to bring you down and this and that, but, you know, we have to remember that Jesus Christ came to the earth to give us life. He brought abundant grace and the gift of righteousness. So that's the catch right there. So once you know that, then you know you have life. So anything you've done in the past, forget it. The moment he died for you, the moment you became a Christian, you are welcomed into the kingdom of God and you have that identity. So that is our identity. So don't don't go somewhere and the devil is trying you and you're, you're fidgeting, you're doing, no! You're calling to order Just like Jesus did. Just like John the Baptist did. You know, you have to know your identity. Yeah, yes. As believers, if we don't, then we're filled. Yeah. Because there will be trying times. There will be trying times. Yeah. But he has given us that power. He has given us that spirit. He has given us everything right. to endure to the end. Yeah. God will never lie never say something and his word will come empty. Never. That's right. Come on. That we need to believe it. Yeah. yeah. then? Right, Do you know your identity? That's why. If you don't, then know that you're a prince. Know that you're a priest. Are you a priest and prince of the all? The power you have is the same power that resurrected Jesus Christ. He rose from the dead. You have that power. So you can go lay your hands on a dead body and God willing, they will wake up. You can do it. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for your word. We ask that you help us to know that we are princes, princesses, priests of the kingdom. We thank you and we ask that the Holy Spirit will just minister to us as we go day by day to help us to know our identity. We don't want to lose our identity and we don't want to lose our authority so that we will be able to face anything because you're always there with us. You are your gift Father, we thank you. I just glorify you. In Jesus' name.